Good morning. In the spirit of our opening song, his words come through scripture in Luke chapter 4. Then Jesus filled the power of the Spirit, returned to Galilee, and a report about him spread through all the surrounding country. He began to teach in their synagogues and was praised by everyone. When he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. Then he began to say to them, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. The Gospel of the Lord. I love today's date, one, two, three. It makes me think of the Jackson 5 song, ABC. Simple as one, two, three, easy as do, re, mi. And of course, we know from Julie Andrews that do, re, mi is a very good place to start. We are just a few weeks into this new calendar year just several weeks into our church year with new beginnings and new adventures. What a great time it is, Mount Olivet, to be embarking on a new call. And our scripture confirms it. It is a great time to begin a ministry. Just ask Jesus. Our gospel readings these last weeks focused on new things, on firsts, for Jesus. Obviously, being born is a first, as is being dedicated at the temple and being baptized. And last week's reading brought us to the Gospel of John so that we could witness Jesus' first miracle at the wedding of Cana, changing the water into wine. Not just any wine, but the best wine and an abundance of it. Firsts are exciting. And our reading today is what many consider Jesus' first sermon. It's Jesus participating in a Bible study. And I'll use that as a model for this time. Just like we gather in person or on Zoom for Bible study, we study the Word, discuss what it meant at the time and what it means for us now how it challenges and guides. And so I'll ask you to refer to your bulletins or to the screens as we dig into this text. We begin with the first words of this reading, 
Jesus, filled with the power of the Spirit, returned to Galilee. And you might wonder where he's been. In Luke's Gospel, Jesus is not returning from that wedding. That story is only in John's Gospel. In Luke's Gospel, Jesus is returning from having been in the wilderness where he had been tempted by Satan for 40 days. He stood firm on God's promises and leaned into God's word with the power of the Holy Spirit. And with that Holy Spirit, he comes back to Nazareth. The reading says he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom. And so we know that this is not Jesus' first Bible study. This passage is interesting because it's told in real time. In the time that it took Dan to read it to us, the action happens. There's no summary, inner thoughts, or commentary. And starting in verse 17, Jesus stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place And right there, I need to interrupt this real-time reading because I love this image of the unrolling of the scroll. And I think that you do too. This week, I learned about this mission statement of Mount Olivet, finding our place in the unfolding story, in God's unfolding story by dwelling in God, connecting in community, and engaging in our callings. So just as Jesus unrolled the scroll to find the place, your mission statement gives an invitation to each and to all to find the place of God's unfolding story where you fit, the place that challenges, renews, and calls you, you as an individual and you as a community. A key element of the recent new member meeting was to invite those who are new to this community to look for a place to connect, a way to find, to call this place home. Now some of you have long called this congregation, this building, maybe the previous building as well, maybe even that particular pew that you're in right now, maybe that is your home here. When we unroll the scroll of God's unfolding story, what do we see? What do you hear and wonder? What do I discover? And what do we together see ourselves amidst the abundant possibilities of God? And back to the reading. Jesus unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. So what is this text? Jesus reads from the prophet Isaiah, words written to God's people in a different time and place, in this case, over 500 years before. And for a quick summary, 
Jerusalem had been defeated and its people taken captive in Babylon in 597 BCE. These exiled people of God were worried, suffering, lonely, lost, and grieving. And Isaiah and other prophets urged the people to stay faithful in this time of displacement and oppression. Finally, in 538, Babylon is defeated and the people return to Jerusalem again free to rebuild their society after decades away. They were in need of hope and encouragement. Good news for the poor, release of the captives, recovery of sight, and freedom from oppression. The next verse sounds almost like a mic drop from Jesus. And he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. What just happened? As Jesus speaks these words, they shift. Words from a long-ago historical moment are spoken in the now, directed at these people gathered in the synagogue that day. And I imagine some thinking, wait, what? This, this word of promise is for me? In this first sermon, Jesus, the living word of God, brings this well-known text of Jewish scripture and breathes into it a new truth. He turns this historical text into a present text, into present tense, a now. It is no longer the word of a long-deceased prophet to a complex historical situation. It is Jesus, son of Joseph and Mary, a man of their own community, and their eyes were fixed on him. The living word of scripture, the eternal nature of God, allows more than one now to be true at the same time. The first now is the exiled people to whom Isaiah spoke words of comfort. The second now is the synagogue that day as they hear a familiar teaching in a new way. As they hear Jesus declare for the first time who he is and what he's going to do. God's unfolding story is Jesus bringing good news of justice and freedom and healing. And there is another now, which is also true. Jesus speaks to this now, to this time and place, to us, to you, to me. Are we at times the poor, the captive, the blind, the oppressed? Are our neighbors the poor, the captive, the blind, the oppressed? Are they lost, grieving, sick, lonely, displaced, excluded, homeless, hungry? The grace of God in our here and now is the love that we have for each other. As we sang earlier in the service, lift up your love to this unfolding love has come. Love has come to you.
We are the unfolding story. God's word is true and real and living among us and happening now. Like our theme for this Epiphany season, beloved, be loved, be love, even here. We can participate in the always here, always now of God's grace as we take care of each other, every other. That's an unfolding story that we are a part of. That is how Jesus' words come true here and now. Today, scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. Amen.